Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my FBS College Football Breakdown Series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Miami, Ohio Warhawks, who last season went 6-7, and 4-4 four and four in the MAC, uh, qualified for a bowl after uh, getting hot down the stretch and winning a couple games towards the end of the year. Um, they see Brett Gabbert returning at quarterback, which is big for them. He really can take them to the next level. He, he's that talented. He was the MAC freshman of the year in 2019. He has dealt with some injury issues. Last year he only played in four games, um, and they were 4-0 and when he played last year. Um, but... Uh, so again, he takes them to another level. It really comes this season really comes down to his play in the offensive line. If they're able to get good things from both of them, this team can definitely win the MAC East. They're that talented. So diving into the breakdown now, they play at Jaeger Stadium, which seats twenty four thousand two hundred eighty six. One of the marquee venues in uh, not only the MAC but really the country uh, because of the cradle of coaches um that 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 just have the, the coaches that have been at miami ohio but the cradle of coaches that they have um at the stadium it's one that i'm really looking forward to uh getting to in the very near future and i was actually pleasantly surprised when i looked up uh, it's less than a five-hour five hour drive for me here in central illinois to get there so a real opportunity uh to uh to get to that stadium in the very near future so excited excited for that opportunity <clears throat> shifting now to a coach on the rise within the program uh cornerback robert blanton is who i'm going with uh, a lot of a lot of fans will will know coach blanton from his time at notre dame as a standout football player for the fighting irish and then he was a fifth round draft pick by the minnesota vikings in 2012 uh, proceeded to have a fairly productive career um, in the NFL 72 career games and uh, his best season he was a, he led Minnesota in tackles in 2014 with 106 after his playing career he has since gone into coaching um, now coaching he's in his uh, second year now as the cornerbacks coach here at Miami Ohio so a, a great opportunity for him to give back and use his knowledge that he has to do some really good things here within the program. And I think whenever you have a high-level player uh, leading a group of players, especially at a position that he played, I think really good things can happen. And with him being a young coach, I think he can really move up the ranks pretty quickly and do some really, really good things um, during his time as a coach. Shifting now to the schedule for Miami, Ohio, Excuse me. They open up Friday, September 1st, playing at Miami, Florida. So we get the Battle of Miami. So a very, very interesting matchup there. We will finally get it solved on who the real Miami is. But uh, being facetious there, uh, putting that aside, I think this is a good opportunity for Miami, Ohio, to see where they're at early on. Um, the Hurricanes struggled last year. So it's an opportunity for them as well to see where they're at. So I think this is a really good opportunity for both these teams just to kind of see where they're at heading into the season. 
Miami, Florida lost at home to Middle Tennessee last year. So there's a real opportunity here for the Red Hawks to uh, to make a statement. Then they go to UMass. Uh, they make the quick um, less than hour drive down to uh, Cincinnati and play the Bearcats. And then they uh, host Delaware State. They go to Kent State, host Bowling Green, go to Western Michigan, host Toledo, go to Ohio. And then they begin their uh, midweek action slate. They have two games. Wednesday, November 8th, they host Akron. Wednesday, November 15th, they host Buffalo. And then they return uh, their final game of the season, Saturday, November 25th, at Ball State. So looking at their schedule, though, for their first five games, being on the road, uh, a tough slate there. they got to navigate through that. Uh, but some of the games are very winnable. Uh, going to UMass, that's a very winnable game. Going to Kent State, that's very winnable. Uh, Cincinnati will not be the Cincinnati that they've been the past couple years. And Miami, it's not like they're world beaters recently themselves either. So, I mean, there's a real opportunity here for Miami with a healthy roster to uh, really do some things and make a move in, in the conference, in the conference race. And they get Toledo, who's the favorite in the West at home. So a really, really, really good opportunity here. Just navigate through that for, through the first month and get to uh, to get to a point then where you can kind of breathe a little easier in conference play. Hopefully, uh, shifting to the position by position breakdown now. Starting offensively, uh, quarterback Blaine Gra- Blaine, not Blaine Gabbert, Brett Gabbert, is back once again. Uh, when he's healthy, this offense clicks on another level. If he stays healthy, the Red Hawks can win the MAC East. Uh, Avion Smith returns after starting nine games last season. He he was as productive as you could uh, ask him to be as a freshman, and uh, he he's a talent, talented player. I, I, there were a couple games last year I remember watching him and just thinking, man, this kid this kid can play some football. He he has really he really really good legs. He uses those well. And then Colorado transfer Maddox Cop has a strong arm and did really well in the spring. I think he's one to look at moving forward for this football team. Uh, the running back room has uh, plenty of talent. Uh, Keon Mosey, Kevin Davis, and uh, Kenny Tracy return. Davis and Tracy are good options catching the ball too. And then South Carolina transfer Rashad Amos is one to watch. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he can do in this system. Uh, the receiving core returns wide receiver Miles Marshall and tight ends Jack Coldiron and Luke Bolden. Uh, the addition of wide receivers Gage Laverdin from Southeast Louisiana at the FCS level, Joe Wilkins from Notre Dame, and then a couple freshmen, Quay Williams and Javon Tracy, are ones to watch as well. Uh, the offensive line returns three starters right guard Colby Borders, uh, right tackle Reed Holsky. Left tackle we, uh, Will Jadis will anchor this group. And then the addition of guard John Young from Kentucky provides a valuable experience as well. <clears throat> Shifting to the defense now, the defensive line is one of the strengths of the team. Uh, defensive ends Caden Woolard, uh, Marlon Dawson, Brian Ugwu, and uh, Corey Suttle return. And then defensive tackles Austin Ertle, Nasir Washington, Jacob Snell, Kobe Hilton, and Anthony Collier form a great rotation as well, 
really, really stout group there on the defensive line. The linebacking core only starts two in the Red Hawks 4-2-5 alignment. Matthew Salopak was third team all-MAC last season with 124 tackles. Ty Wise and Dominic Nardoin uh, also return with valuable experience. The secondary returns tons of experience at the safety position. Jaquez Warren, Eli Blakely, uh, Michael Dowell, and uh, Amber Call. I'm, I'm sorry, Amby Caldwell all can get it done. Cornerback has a lot less experience. Expect expect uh, Mississippi State transfer William Hardrick, Yashin McKee, T.J. Rush, and uh, Jalen Peterson to play big roles here. Shifting to special teams now, kicker Graham Nicholson and punter Dom Dishman return. Dishman was a second-team All-Mac performer last season, and Nicholson will be remembered for his game-winning field goal at Big Ten foe Northwestern last season as time expired. That was one of those games that Brett Gabbert played in, and they played well, and they got the victory at a Big Ten foe Northwestern. Final analysis now, my opinion of the Red Hawks heading into the season with Gabbert healthy, the Red Hawks can win the MAC. Not just the East, they can win the whole MAC. This is a <clears throat> really, really good football team with him. Like I said, the offense clicks on another level when he's playing quarterback, and they can do some really good things. He is calm, cool, and collected, just like head coach Chuck Martin. Uh, side story here: I attended Grand Valley State, and uh, <clears throat> while I was there, Coach Martin was the head coach. Uh, always was a huge fan of his. He's a great guy. I, I worked, I, I was a part of the basketball program, and uh, he was always very good to us and to me. Uh, managing a tough early season stretch of road games will be key. Like I said, those first five games, four or five being on the road, they got to get through that. And if they're able to manage that and do well, they're going to be setting up themselves for a good season. And like I said with my short story there with Coach Martin, I, I cheer for the Red Hawks. I, I, I'm, a, I'm such a big fan of Coach Martin. I think he's a fantastic coach and a good human being. And I'm cheering for him to have success as well as this team. So hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Please like, subscribe, or listen to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account and follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.